When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast. We start a new week on the fan already. Uh, it is uh, Monday. Al, what's up, man? Well, that reminds me. I, I'm off uh, the next two weeks. You are. I know. What is your situation with the warm-up show? Do I need to alert the, the authorities? I don't think we're doing one because no one's here. I mean, I'll do it solo. I don't mind doing it myself. Are you it's not here? the same show. Are you here for the next two weeks? Uh, I am here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. I'm off Thursday, Friday, and then I'm doing the show with Sal the following week. Okay. I don't need to do five hours. So you're off Thursday, Friday. Yeah, the twenty third and twenty fourth I'm off next week. And then you're all, then you're filling in the entire With all right. Sal. So I'll, I'll send an email. Let me I'll later. talk to Spike today. I'll see what he all wants right. to do. Um you're out, Eddie's out. Yeah. It's gonna you know. be exciting, rawhide. Anyway, one of the things I did is I started making a list of things I want to uh, do while I'm out on the on, oh, good. on time off. Smart. You know, things that I uh, Things that are time-consuming that I don't like to do uh, now because I, I don't have time. Oh, God, help us. I don't have time. One of the things on my list that I started tackling already, Jerry, was I was going to go... You know, I've had Facebook since like 2008. A long time. Yeah, it is a long time. A long time. And when I first got Facebook, I just accepted every listener. Right. And it's a, my Facebook is an absolute mess. Yeah, you must get like postings and be like, who's this guy? Yeah. So I decided I was going to go through my Facebook followers and delete anybody I didn't actually know. I think that's what because it should I'm on, be. I'm on Instagram. I'm on right. uh, Twitter. You can it's find me enough. there. And I don't post on Facebook because I really only use it to look for at family members things. And girls in bikinis. No, not even that. That's Instagram, Jerry. Oh, got it. <laughs> this is like family and actual friends. Right. Uh, my Greyhound groups, my Bradley Beach group, these sorts of things. Informative groups and that sort of thing. Now, you have how many? You're capped at 500? You're capped at 5,000. Oh, 5,000. Oh, okay. And then, you can have, then people were allowed to follow me that I wasn't friends with. Oof. So that I was able to do at the click of a button. Okay. I could eliminate followers. But then for the other 5,000, and this is what I'm in the process of. This sounds really fun. I have to go through each person, click unfollow, then confirm I want to unfollow them. Yeah. Wouldn't it be simpler to delete your account and start over? Um, 
I don't. Well, think about what you're saying. The other five thousand. Yeah. People. The other weird thing is I'm verified on there for what, whatever that means. Who cares. Yeah, I guess who cares if it's just going to be for for real for friends and family. Yeah. Who gives a rat's crap? Yeah. If you're verified on Facebook. I don't know. But I, I, I've i made a pretty good dent so far. I did it when I was, like, killing time watching football. It was a random Tuesday? Or watching football. That's horrible. Or am I going to find the time? There's the state of New York football. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so you have to painstakingly go through every person. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. And, uh, yeah. I don't – I log into Facebook to read our baseball pages, I've told you. But I really don't do anything on it. And the other day, I saw I had this, this dot was lit up. I'm like, "What the hell is that?" And my friend who was right next to me goes, "Oh, you have those are instant messages." I'm like, "On Facebook, they have those too." He goes, "Oh yeah." So I looked at it. I had like 730 yeah. instant messages. I feel bad because there's not just now. Unlike you, most of mine are people I do know. Okay. Uh, there are a few listeners I did accept from because I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. And when I realized what it was, I'm like, no, no, we'll keep this just friends and family. And I've never used it, uh, so it doesn't really matter. My point is I do feel bad. A lot. There are some family that reached out for either a birthday wish or, hey, can you help me with right. this? Or did you know this happened to so-and-so? I'm like, oh, let me respond. And then I see that it was 93 weeks ago. <laughs> so, so you're not really up on those messages. Sorry that I'm just getting, yeah. just seeing this. Right. Ugh. And yeah. they said, don't worry about it because you can tell if it's been opened and read or not. Okay, good. So if you actually open it and say, hey, just seeing it, they probably realize you've never opened it. Right. Oh, uh, okay. Now I haven't responded, but I felt bad. Yeah, I understand. I felt bad. Yeah, I get some of those as well, some randoms, and some from fake women that just go, hi. <laughs> That's like the, the technique that they use, the, the robots. Yeah. Hi. Oh, boy. Who this? <laughs> New phone, who this? <laughs> so I'm doing that. Uh, also... Uh, I was, uh, in the process of, at the end of the year, changing, uh, truth be told here, Jerry, I'm going to be upfront with the audience. I was doing endorsements for Altice. Right. Right. And those ended a while ago, but Altice was nice enough that they, they kept me on, uh, on a freebie plan until the end of the year. Very nice. Which is part of my, you know, doing the commercials mm-hmm. for them. That was part of the thing, but they, they gave me a heads up. They said, Hey, they were around October. They were like, "Hey, by the end of the year, we're 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 moving all these accounts back to normal." So they were like, "The the, the account you currently have," and they gave me everything. The account you currently have is the three forty seven a month. <laughs> this is for one person. <laughs> How many yeah, TVs? Two? I have one TV. One. One TV. It's like, wow. oh, it's for one person. I said, "All right." Uh, I said, "Okay." Well, I, I I don't watch a lot of the channels, you know. So I said, "Well, let me." Let me see. Uh, let me see what it is. So I I priced it out, and because I'm not a new, what's weird is all the cable companies do this. Mm-hmm. When you try to find out what it costs a month, they put the if you're a new customer mm-hmm. prices. They don't put the prices if you're already in a customer. And I'm I'm considered an existing customer because they were giving me uh, this free cable, which was very nice of them. But as as a not an existing customer, as a current customer, you know, it's the regular prices. Right. So to get the internet that I'm interested in, just the internet, no channels, 147. Yeah, they got you. 147. I'm telling you, I, I say what you want to, and I've had my issues with Fios for yeah. sure, but I got a new router, which has really solved many of the problems. 
you know what? I got I got to take back a lot of my criticism of them because hearing that, and then I look at my bill, and I can. It took me a while to find. To, it's hard to find the breakdown. Yeah. But I did find it, and I found it. You know, a month ago or so, or a few weeks ago, whenever it was, when the whole conversation comes up about the regional sports thing, I it's. It's not that hard if you just go through the steps to get it, and I was able to download all my invoices, and I can see everything I'm being yeah. I'm paying for. You know what? I not bad. I have I have it on seven TVs. I have seven little box tops that I'm renting, plus all the sports packages I pay for, plus this, plus that, and I'm at two thirty two a month. And you're telling me three and good lord, and then just for internet one forty seven, one forty seven. God damn! And I'm the, the same thing. I'm internet, phone, and and can the t- TV. Here's what I think though is happens is I believe, you know, there are certain areas, and I'm in an area. Maybe others are as well. So FiOS is not in my area, right? So that's it. Yeah, you're like screwed. you don't have a a lot of times with cable. You don't have another option. Then I heard somebody call into Carton and Roberts on Friday, Thursday or Friday, because Craig had brought up the thing about Comcast and MSG yeah, were right. fighting, and that Comcast supposedly was still charging the same amount, even though the people weren't mm-hmm. getting MSG. Yeah. So a guy called up. He goes, "Oh, you know, I uh, I get my TV from you know YouTube TV or yeah. something, and I I'm getting my internet from Verizon 5G." It's all wireless, the guy says. Really? I was like, huh. I'm like, what is this? So I Google that. So it's this new internet that there's there's no wires coming into your house. Mm-hmm. It's it, I, I guess the box acts like how your phone like the MiFi. gets a signal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it runs on 5G, and the guy says it's great. That's not in my area. You're kidding me. Why wouldn't that be in my area? I would think that's everywhere. Does that mean my my that area? That should be a cellular signal. Yeah, but it works on 5G, so maybe oh my my area doesn't, doesn't have, have 5G. 5G. Oh, my God. But that at least will get built out. Fios doesn't get built think. out anymore. Wow. Whatever they promised they were going to build out years ago, they are going to build out, but they're not adding anything new. See, I have Fios available. I do have Comcast available, and clearly DirecTV is available. Right, that's what I mean. So do these places know that... There in this at this address in this they town, might. there's no competition. They might. It's so possible. your price is this. Like think about what you just said. And I don't have everything. So you have the complete package. I don't have HBO on cable. I have HBO yeah. Max. I pay separately. Um, I don't get Showtime and all that. But I do get all the sport. I mean, all the sports. Right. Um, and I'm two. I think it's two. I said two thirty two. I think it's two thirty seven. For and seven televisions now. That's, that's a significant difference. And they give us, which I was not aware of until I looked at my invoice a month ago. They also give me Netflix for free. And I'm paying for Netflix like a dummy on the side with a different account. I had no idea. So I'm getting Netflix and I'm getting all these channels. Maybe that is the case. Maybe if I called up, well, I can't get it where I am. I can't get Altice where I am. I was going to say, maybe if that was the case and Comcast was available with Altice, I wonder what kind of price they'd give me. Well, if you're if you're a new customer of theirs, then it's. It, I mean, all right, as an existing customer, yeah. would you get a better price knowing that Comcast was available? Yeah, Comcast was the company I had before FiOS. I told you that I called them because I thought their price was getting a little bit high, and I said I think I'd like to cancel because your prices keep increasing, and I was expecting a nice. You uh, wanted to beg. You wanted them to beg you to stay. Well, I thought they would throw something our way. Yeah. And the woman said, uh, okay, sir, uh, here's your confirmation number. You are canceled. <laughs> I said, whoa, you turned it off already. 
And she goes, well, you said cancer. She goes, I haven't hit the button yet. I said, time out. I paid you through the month, though. Right. She goes, oh, okay, so when would you like us to cancel you by? Wow. I said, oh, okay, <laughs> uh, the 24th, please. She goes, all right. And I hear the com- – she goes, all right, you're set for cancellation uh, effective the 24th at midnight. She, she called your bluff. Wow. Like, all right, and you hang up the phone. Get files on the phone. <laughs> We've got no television. We're out in nine days. <laughs> so I'm going to try the uh, YouTube TV. Go for it. Uh, even though it's, you know, going to be, you know, you're you're adding that into the other stuff. But. Well, the only the only issue, I and I hope it's been resolved and it's better for you than it was me. If you remember when I first moved into this house we're in, I decided no cable. And I just got the internet from Fios, which was really good during the day. And so we did, uh, I tried Hulu, I didn't care. I liked, oh, uh, PlayStation View was awesome. I don't know why the hell it went away. So I got PlayStation View with the internet, and it was great during the day, and at night it lagged. And Connor Cook, our friend who works in tech and everything, explained to me that they basically dial back their output Yeah. if you're not a subscriber to their oh, that's TV. Nice. So, But there's a way around it. He knows it. Um, I couldn't figure it out. But that's the only issue I had with it. Yeah, I was also trying to figure out, do I buy my own equipment or rent their equipment? See, that's what he was saying. If you have your own equipment, I think you're better off. Yeah. Because they can't quite control. But I don't know. I'm. I don't yeah, know. who I, knows? I don't. I, no idea. So I'm involved with that. Uh, let me ask your professional opinion on this one, Jerry. You're a guy who tweets sometimes. A little bit. Not all the time. You, and you certainly are not a controversial tweeter ever. No. I don't think you, you've we, ever tweeted anything controversial. No, because you get into arguments and then it goes in a bad direction and I've got kids I can't get fired. Yeah. And Gio makes a great point. He's told me this before about my argument, my things on Twitter. He's like, you can't have a multi-level discussion on Twitter. No, you it's can't. It's got to be so simple mm-hmm. because you you can't be going back and forth with everybody. It's It's impossible. But one of the things, you know, I don't know if you followed at all this Jussie Smollett trial. Yeah, I saw he was found guilty on five of six. He was found guilty. Uh, so essentially, uh, this is the guy who claimed that he was the victim of a uh, racial hate crime for being black and for being gay. Well, like he set it up. But it turns out he set up his attack from his own friends who were, in fact, not white, but they, they were uh, African-American as well. And uh, is uh, probably going to go to jail, yeah. it looks like, something. I did real quick. I did see when it first came out. Yeah. One of the first headlines I saw was Smollett Innocent. And my father was like, really? And then it says, on one count. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I clicked it. And then it said, but we found guilty on the other five. Like, how yeah. is that the headline? Yeah, that's a very strange headline. So, but it got me to click it. But at the time when it first went down, many people... Came out saying how terrible America was, that we're still having these uh, things going on uh, to people. And specifically, I stand with Jesse, all this stuff. And many, uh, Joe Biden, who was not president, I believe, at the time. Kamala Harris, all these people who, blue check marks, as Mm -hmm. we call them. The blue check mark brigade. And they all were saying how terrible this thing was and isn't America terrible and all this stuff. But now that it's found that he set the whole thing up, do you think those people owe a tweet? No. Why? Do I think they do? Yeah. Yes. Will they? No. No, they won't. They haven't. They no. have all disappeared. But this, this is our society now. There's no accountability. You can say whatever the hell you want to yeah. say, and if you're proven wrong, you move on like it never happened. 
and yeah. there's no recourse for it. But that's a big one, you know, claiming that America. Okay, so where's the uh, where's the outrage? There is no outrage. Right. Yeah. So if there's no outrage, would you fire off an apology? Uh, if you're not yeah, being forced not. to? Yeah, no. So why would they? You forget about it. That way you don't look bad. Yeah. If people didn't see your initial tweet. Nope. I mean, not for nothing. It really is very similar on a different level to what is done at this radio station and sports stations all across the country. We sit there and bury guys for yeah. what they can't do. We scream from the mountaintop how much they suck, and then all of a sudden they get it done, and we forget that we just buried the guy for weeks. Right. Or oh, I love this one, when you know you just crush a guy for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then all of a sudden he comes in or he's as he's a guest, and it's, oh, so great to have you in. How are you? <laughs> now, we were critical of you. You know, they'll do that sometimes. The you host. really want to show some balls. Play the clips for them. <laughs> and say, listen, you want to get off the phone, I understand, but this is what we were saying about you. Right. Oh, right. Instead, they go like, we were, they like might have called you on the air a douchebag loser on the air. And then when you're a guest, we, you know, listen, the media, including us, a little bit critical of some of the early games. <laughs> yeah. Meantime, point. he was called the buffoon, yeah. gutless, clueless, D-bag. I mean, you come up with any word right. you want. And it's like, those guys are just punching bags. It amazes me sitting courtside as I do enough times now with Rutgers how vulgar it is towards the college athletes yeah that's weird it is amazing to me the crap that these kids say to these other kids and it's one thing to say it to the coaches which I don't think is great either but at least they're adults it is what it is they're getting paid fine man the stuff that these kids hear out and I didn't realize how bad it was and it's gotten worse after the pandemic it's people almost are all as jacked if, up. Yeah, it's almost as if like people had all this built up just venom and they're getting it out. But yeah, there's no accountability. There really isn't. It's what it is. Yeah. We're a hypocritical society. Oh yes, Jerry. Uh are you excited for a secret Santa? Have you purchased a gift yet? I'm not. Perhaps Wednesday I'll do that. Maybe Wednesday. Yeah, I just decided I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to Best Buy and I'm gonna find something that seems universal. And oh, cool. I figure... Surge protector. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> and I figured if no one else, if people don't like my gift, I'll just take it. There you go. Well, I would say we did this with our family a couple years ago. We didn't celebrate Christmas with them last year with the pandemic. So two years ago, we did it for the first time. And what rules did you use? Um, it was you had to get... if. Uh, you were a guy, you had to shop for a guy's gift. If you were a girl, you shop for a girl's gift. And we capped it at 50, 45 or $50, I forget. All right. that, was, that was the limit. And so I bought, which I thought was awesome, the shop vac car vacuum. Sounds wonderful. It was like 38 bucks. I'm like, I want it. I'm like, so if someone gets it, I know it's a good gift. And then you were able to steal it, so I stole my own gift back. Oh, you did? Yeah. So I could potentially steal my own gift back. Yes. So I made sure when my wife told me what the rules were, of how it works, she's like, make sure you get something that you like because you might end up with it. And By the way, that sounds right. like a good gift for this. Yeah, it was a good. Well, that's only it was only thirty eight dollars. Well, you get a, a better quality one. Did you? Are you happy with the quality one you bought? Yeah, tremendous. It vacuums up in the car using the. Uh, yeah. Do you do you plug it into the lighter? Uh no. This is a real plug. It's got re- power. Oh, it's got a real plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the kind you need. Yeah, tremendous. Really is, and it's not gigantic. It's great. 
So I did like that. I'm not going to buy that this time. I'm not going to walk around with a gigantic gift box. Oh, you said a, a shop vac. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about the the vacuums that you get for your car that sit in your like they you put them in like your trunk and oh, it's a no, vacuum no, 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 in no, case no, no, you no. need a vacuum. No, this box. is a small little shop vac. Oh. That and when I say shop vac, it's because you think about the big ones. This is a portable one specifically made for cars and you know. Right. So that's the other thing you got to think about: uh, um, mobility of your gift. Yeah, that's why I'm. You know what? I know what I'm getting. I'm going to the Jack Pocket app and I'm. Jack Pocket. I'm getting lottery tickets for everybody. Smart. There you go. Hundred bucks in lottery scratch tickets. offs. That, yes. Well, you can't do scratch offs on the Jack Pocket app because you can't scratch your phone yet. But I'm sure it's coming. Guess what? I'll go to Wawa. I will get some sure scratch offs. All right, a little Wawa. All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm up show. Oh, okay. Uh, now tomorrow when we come in to do the warm up show, we'll have the big uh, Cardinals Rams game. And no one else is playing tonight. Yeah. No hockey. No basketball. So nothing. we better get a good good game. Who's this fella here doing a show on CBS Sports I Network? I think that's Bill Ryder. That is Bill Ryder? I think so. I pictured him an older gentleman. Looks a little bit like Rome. By the way, Jim Rome had Ron Harper Jr. from Rutgers on the other day. I heard. Is that right? Yeah. I heard, I heard Carton and Roberts at Steve Peichel on. I heard that. Tremendous. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Yeah. How about that? All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. And usually not on a football Monday, although the teams suck. What's up, 502? The Eddie Scazzeri, you look handsome as always, and of course, across from me, his name is Al Justin Dukes. Hope you had a great, quiet weekend. How are you, sir? Good morning, Jerry. I've been a New York Jets fan since 1961, and this is the worst. I've been a Giants fan since uh, when they played in the polo grounds, and this is the worst. I got news for you. This is very disappointing. It's a disappointing day for you. Why? Because something you were hoping for is not going to happen. What's that? The Giants will not forfeit the remainder of the season. Uh, we're going to finish everything, guys. That's what we're going to do. We ain't going to quit. We're not going to give up. Damn. Oh, please, oh. stop playing. <laughs> yeah. They were losing 37-7. to seven. I know. And I, I and I was, you know, had the game only on red zone. I was no, I don't not watching you. that game. And Atrocious. They checked, they checked in a lot because it was an afternoon game. There's not a ton of Chargers. afternoon games. Chargers, exciting. Yeah. Chargers are moving the ball up and down the field. But uh, when it was 37-7, <laughs> and then even the red zone stopped going to them. It's enough. It was enough. And then I see the final score, 37-21. I was like, you know, if someone just looks at that score, it does look like they got blown but out. They look terrible. But what was it uh, early in the fourth quarter was 37 37. They, the Giants scored with like four or five minutes to go, and then they scored again in the last minute. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. It's just terrible. This was the best part. So I had Rutgers Seton Hall last night at the Rock. Right now, if you hear noise, it's our cameras are stuck. 
Yeah, it Eddie, sounds can you, terrible. Can here. you tell the TV people that their camera's uh, wheezing? Like, uh, I think this, it's over this side, yeah. It sounds horrible. It needs an oil change. So I did the pre and post game, as you know, for the Cowboys on Compass Media Networks and COVID, I do from home and all that stuff. And so, of course, I get the longest game of the season. And so I got I to hustle to get to the Rock last night. So I get in the car in time to hear Bob Papa and Carl Banks at the end at the end of the second quarter. Now, I, I saw you put in the show sheet the 59 nothing. At the at the the last two minutes, the half. So that became a story last week when Jordan Ronan noticed. I guess he did the math and saw that it was fifty-two nothing this season in the final two minutes of the half. So the, For Giants, the Giants versus their opponents. Yes, the Giants have the ball. They start a drive on the Chargers' forty-one yard line with two minutes to go in the half. Whatever, perfect opportunity to get some points. They go three and out, and they punt it to the Chargers. What happens? You get the 59-yard touchdown pass from Justin Herbert to whoever it was. And then the Giants get the ball back with not much time. And they run a couple of plays, and they call timeout. And Bob Papa goes, can you please just take a knee? Yeah. <laughs> just go into the locker room. Let us, let's end this. Oh, my God. And they did nothing, and that was the end of that. But, my goodness, are they terrible. Yeah, Giants are terrible. Jets are terrible. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Robin Lake Success did his daily call at the whatever. Uh, yeah, four, called four, the Hoff. That's just that's enough. Enough with can not we for not him. Put, it isn't. No, no. Can we not put him on? No, I think at that point Hoff had, had enough. He'd been off for five hours. I, but like, it's like he Help thinks me. he works here. You don't <laughs> work here. Then my favorite part was he goes, "Ah, uh, uh, Pete, uh, I you probably went to school to learn how to talk." On the radio, I guess, which I'm sure Pete did not go to school to learn how to no, talk on the radio. For broadcasting? I don't. I don't know nothing mm. about that. Pete does not look like the type of guy who went to a, a broadcasting school. No offense to Pete. He does a terrific job. He could talk to himself for five hours, which right. I could never do. But then Robin Lake's success goes, I went to school for phys ed, which reminded me of a great Woody Allen quote, which was, uh, those that can't do teach. Those that can't teach, teach phys ed. Didn't you want to be a gym Hello? teacher? No, my dad wanted me to be oh. a gym teacher. That's what he oh, I thought. I knew there was something like that in yeah. the family. Okay. He said, do you like uh, sports? Go be a gym teacher. Go be a gym teacher. You can probably figure that out. I hear you. I wear sweatpants to school. <laughs> well, we're, we're here Sneakers. if you notice how most of the people aren't here dressed. Yeah, I mean, come on. you got to at least put jeans on if you're Not around here, you don't. What do you make of this? Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers beat the Bears again. I think his record is like. And they were losing at the half. Is that right? They were. It was 27-21 at the half. Chicago was winning. They put up a lot of points. What was the... Uh, 45-30. 75 points, Jerry. And the over-under was, I think, 43. Is that right? Yeah, because I saw someone on Twitter. I think it was BetMGM. They had a parlay, uh, a $5 parlay, and the guy posted, my girlfriend, for fun, did this $5 parlay, and all she needs is the over in the Sunday night game to win $11,000. Whoa. She won. A Damn. $5 parlay. She won 11 grand. That's what I'm talking about here. That's one of my $5 five team parlays. Did you ever win? Uh, well, 11 I, grand? I did not win 11 grand. Yeah. A couple hundy. That was it. And the Washington football team losing to the Cowboys lost the parlay for me yesterday. You actually picked Washington in that uh, well, game? Well, because I had to pick one team that was uh, an underdog. So you went with so Washington said, at home. Go to Washington at home. They seemed like uh, you know I was I'm a big Tyler Heineke fan. Did you like the whole 
Uh, Taylor Heineke. Did you like what this? What did I say? Tyler. <laughs> I'm glad you're such a huge fan. Uh, I'm going to get the name right. I love Albert Dukes. Uh, I was, okay. I was trying to focus on the Heineke what part. What if they called you Alvin? <laughs> Would you think they were a big fan? No. Did you like the story before the game about the Cowboys being so ballsy to bring in their own benches? Yeah. Now, did you? What's funny to me is how big that story became and how not big the reason was, which I think should have been the deal. I thought the reason was that uh, they had heard from other teams that the benches yeah. on the opposing. But I feel visitors... like that got swept under the rug. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was the bigger story was the Cowboys flew in their own benches, which they did, but they also had them made nearby. And just brought in because I think it was the Saints, I think, told them, just beware, these these heaters don't work. Is that right? Oh, Jerry, do you think old school Giants or old school football players would have wanted heated benches? They would have toughed it out. Yeah, not anymore. It's a little different these days. We Ooh, get heated heater. benches. We get heated fans that blow warm air on you. I need my heater. Yeah. Oh, but I was saying before about the Packers-Bears, how yeah. like Aaron Rodgers dominates the Bears. Uh, and then I saw yesterday uh, uh, Tom Brady versus the Bills. He's like 36 and 3. Do you think that is means anything or nothing? I don't. I really don't. I just think it happens. Right. You know, it's one of those things. You know, Tom Brady against the Bills, he's on a different team now. So if they're t- And the Bills are a different team every year. 100%. Or at least every 3 years. Absolutely. It's kind of like I remember back in the day, Joe would have Joe Beningo would have like these, you know, 21-year-old jet players. After a bad loss, and he'd be like, you know, just same old Jets, and the kids be looking at him like, what does that mean? Like, they don't know what the hell he's talking about because they were 22 years old, and they don't know what happened to the 1973 Jets. You know, so no, I don't think. I think it's just what it is. Teams aren't good, and that's how it's been. So it Tom Brady's dominated the Bills. He's dominated a lot of teams. That's true, especially AFC East teams. I couldn't believe the Bills came back and tied that game. Me neither. The Bucks were killing them. I looked at the scoreboard. I was at the Rock. I'm looking at the NFL scores. I'm like, whoa, they're in overtime? Like, wow. So, overtime, Jerry. Yeah, overtime. Yes, sir. Oh, you were already at the Rock by the time that game ended? Yeah, the uh, Rutgers Seton Hall started at 7.30. So, oh, wow. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, at 7.45, the red zone was still on with two games going on. Well, that's right. So that, But at least those were in overtime. That Cowboy were Redskin game. Um, the Cowboy Washington game was horrendous. It didn't end till four forty. That was brutal. What a bad game. Yeah, and then I was wondering. I, I had it on, and it was red zone and back and forth. Yeah. And all of a sudden, some other dude was quarterbacking for the uh, Washington football team. Yeah, Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Heineke, your favorite player, he got hurt. But they said he's going to be all right. He'll be and all right. Play. He'll be all right. So why didn't he come in and finish the rest? Because he wasn't all right. I needed some. I don't know. Now listen, I'm a Cowboy fan, Jerry, as oh, you know. Jesus God. But I had bet the Washington. You're so. not a Cowboy fan then. Sorry. You don't bet so against your team. I was like, where's Taylor Heineke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's Taylor Heineke, Jerry? Yeah, he was out. You know what his stats were at the half? Taylor Heineke's? Not good. <laughs> well, you're a, you're a Cowboy fan. How are you not yeah. up on this? Two for 12 for 19 yards. Oh, so not ideal. Not ideal. <laughs> it was not great. No. And it's Micah Parsons. My God, is this guy a good player. Oh, yeah. I saw Kim Jones talk to him after the game. He's a Penn Stater. And a damn good ball player. Boy, Penn State people stick together. Certain colleges where people stick together. You're right. Penn State's one of them. I don't know why. You're right about that. I wish I belonged to a school where everyone was, like, locked in with each other. I think we saw that during the whole Joe Paterno deal. But it was, like, even before that. It was. But during that Paterno-Sandusky thing. Yeah. I remember Paterno 
get him out and all that. The Penn State fans were showing up in droves to support him. What other schools do you, schools do you think are like hardcore LSU? I have no idea. Yeah, the, not Kane College. No, <laughs> not Kane College, Jerry. You damn right. Or New Jersey City University, where I went. Yeah. How about Stony Brook, Eddie? Nope. You Stony Brook Seawolves stick together? They don't all stick together like the Penn Staters. You're right. There's something going on there in Happy Valley. Yeah. Is it? I, I feel like Michigan, maybe Ohio State, maybe, maybe. maybe. I'm really not sure. But not like this Penn State, man. They I don't are know. Like locked in with each other. Was it Indiana State? Is that where you went? Yeah. You were Indiana Staters? What Just was your team nickname? The Sycamores. There you go. Larry Bird. You don't stick together? Well, no, we still hang on the Larry Bird play. Well, I don't blame years you. Ago. That's a good one to hang on to. Guy's 70 funny. years old now. We're still like uh, with Larry Bird. Here are your three well, famous. You know what's funny about that? I haven't heard, you know, Larry Bird. Why are you going to talk about Larry Bird? This is the second reference now in the last 12 hours I've gotten of Larry Bird. After the game last night, for whatever reason, a guy comes down on the floor at the Rock. Crowd's pretty much gone. Not They were still kind of filtering out, but there's no security apparently. Sits right down next to us. We're in a commercial break. He goes, I got to tell you, there were some good forwards in this game. You know who's a really good forward? And we're like, no. He goes, Larry Bird. <laughs> so. No. Okay. You know, Thanks. Who, you know who also pretty good, Jerry, uh, NBA player? Jordan. <laughs> and then he got up and left. It was the weirdest thing. Old fella? Yeah, older fella. Seemed like a nice guy, but did, just random. Did Rutgers win? No, they lost to Seton Hall. Seton Hall, they just beat number one Purdue. Seton Hall's the 23rd ranked team in the country who just beat number seven Texas the oh. same night Rutgers beat Purdue. Oh, okay. It was a good game. So really they're pretty was. good, you would say, Jerry? Yeah, absolutely. Pretty good. Good game. That game was at the Rock, you said? Yes. That's where Seton Hall plays their uh, games? <laughs> the big games, yes. The bigger ones. They do have Walsh Gym, I believe, on campus where they play. Like They played Nyack College last week. I believe that was at Walsh Gym. So scrub teams, they throw right in the well, local gym. Anybody decent, they put in the, the rock. You know, yes, and so that Nyack team last week, the announcers were like, this is a tough this is a tough job for their head coach. I forget his name. He goes, because he's only part-time. <laughs> he's a part-time coach? He's a, meantime, you got uh, these big-time coaches are making millions of dollars. This guy's probably making 33 bucks an hour <laughs> just trying to make some extra money. Right, he does all their jobs on campus. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. That was his part-time gig after yeah. he worked all day. He works uh, in the law- on the team that uh, cleans up the lawns. And then he goes and coaches the basketball team. I don't know what he does for a living, but Nyack. coaching is not his full-time gig. Coaching is not uh, Joe Judge's full-time gig. Either. The Giants uh, suck. Goo, goo, goo. They, re- I mean, and I'm tired of Joe Judge. Like, we got to get rid of him. I'm calling for his out ousting. Well, I don't know if you're going to get it or not, here. but I will tell you if I mean he, he says things like this. I say all the time, when we watch the tape, the result and the scores are relevant. No, it has to be relevant. No, no, it's irrelevant, it Jerry. It can't be irrelevant. The rebuilding. I yeah, and then he says this one, which this one drives you crazy. I mean. Because you're almost two full years in now. Right. Okay. Last year, you want to talk about, I mean, this, and this goes back to the final week last year of the season where, you know, God forbid the Eagles didn't play like it was their fault that they didn't make the playoffs. How about this? Be better. I don't know. Let's be 500. Let's start there. Like, you weren't a good team last year. But this notion that they did things better, to me, is more of an indictment on the previous regime than it is on what you're actually doing. Because you're still not a good football team. And when he sits there and talks about how he knows what it looks like. I've been fortunate enough to know what it's supposed to look like, and I can see the direction it's going, and I can see the foundation being poured and solidified, and we're going to get in the right direction. When? So he's saying when he did time on the Patriots staff. Yes. 
That's what he said. That he saw what a foundation looks like, and his foundation's looking pretty good. It's been poured. It's been poured. It's not hard. It yet. was thirty-seven to seven yesterday. Yes. I mean, I don't know what you look at yesterday and say. You know what? Like one of the things he was hanging his hat on, we didn't quit. It was thirty-seven to seven? You might not have, but the Chargers right. did. When the Chargers pulled their quarterback, the game's over. Quit. I mean, come on! It's just it's an and that whole end of the end of the second quarter scenario with. Them not being able to move the ball seven yards to at least try and kick a field goal, and then having Herbert connect for and then the fact that the the guy gets oh, it's awful. I just and I don't like the Giants, and it makes you sick. So, ah, yeah, 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 this yeah. is my first time uh, since uh, starting here at WFAN in two thousand seven that I'm openly rooting against the Giants. I understand. But I got it. I used to root for them because it's good for the radio station. Yeah. I'm so annoyed by Joe Judge and then Daniel Jones and John Mara and I want losses. Well, you're Big getting time them. losses. You are getting them. So they're four and nine. They have uh, solidified another losing season. The best they can do now is eight and nine if they win out. Oh yeah, yeah. They're not winning out. And the Jets are three and ten. I mean, the Jets it, are also not very good. But more than that, and I've said this countless times. Beyond all this, they bore you to tears. They're not a great, exciting uh, I mean, team God. to watch. And I Neither don't care if it's my, my Mike Glennon may not be their starter. Mike Glennon's a competent NFL quarterback. Not good. I am not saying he's a good quarterback, but you don't feel like you have no chance with him out there. Everything's this dink and dunk throw left. They had the one past the Rudolph, but I mean, good lord. But you should feel you have no chance. He's legitimately six and twenty-four, I think, as a starter. Well, you got a six and twenty-four chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's take a break. Uh, Five seventeen. We got a lot to do on this football Monday. Boomer and Geo at the top on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. A little ABBA on a Monday morning, 25 after 5. What's up? Warm-up show till 6. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour. Recap a very, very busy Sunday. By the way, Kevin Durant scored 51 points yesterday. That was, I don't know why they play these games on football Sundays. I really don't. Yeah, shut it down on football Sundays. Same uh, the, with the baseball postseason stuff. That's, 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 the come Knicks on. played, the Nets by the Knicks stink. The Nets played. They won last night. You don't even know. The Rangers played yesterday. You don't even realize No it. one knows. No one cares. You don't. You really Football don't. Football dominates, Jerry. Unfortunately, the Jets were yesterday officially eliminated from the playoffs. When were they actually well, potentially going? Up until yesterday's uh, loss, they were uh, potentially still in the in the mix for the playoffs, when evidently. You, let me ask you this. Yes? When you're playing week 14 mm-hmm. and you lose again and you get smoked in the fourth quarter, and the quarterback looks like he's just like existing. I mean, real honestly, like he didn't do anything terrible yesterday, but he didn't do anything like, hey, look at that. That's pretty good. Like he's just there. And at the end, you see in the box score, you know, Jets three and 10. Why even put that in the game store? Yeah, no kidding. They're three and 10. Who this, thought they yeah, were going to the playoffs? It's tough because now, you know, we're obviously out of the playoffs. Actually, right. they weren't when he said that, correct? 
Right. right. He, he mis- uh, Rex was mistaken. That's right. So a couple things that it's been uh, 11 years for the Jets not being in the playoffs. Time, yeah. Uh, the longest active streak, which is very – like you're telling me the Lions have been in the playoffs since then? They must well, with have, Matthew Stafford, yes. I they bet, must yes. have hit a wild card. I would think so, absolutely. They had to. So this is the longest active streak. So you're telling me the Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez stuff, that was 11 years ago? Uh, longer than that. Well, that was their last playoff appearance, I believe. Right. Yeah. And but I'm saying, because so, I stopped, it was like 08, 09. 11 so years. So you're talking 12, yeah. That's unbelievable. That does not feel like 11 years ago. Well, but think about... We've been through how many coaches since Rex? A lot of coaches. You had the Todd Bowles. Yeah. You had uh, Crazy Eyes. Yeah, Adam Gase. Adam Gase. Was there anybody else in there? Am I missing that? And now you've got, uh, what's his name? Robert Sala. So you have three coaches since Rex. At least three. We, we may be missing the one. The Jets are on the four-year plan. Every four years, we hire a new coach. And in between, we hire a new GM, too. Hey, yeah. Remember John Idzik? Yes. That guy was the GM of the Jets. Uh, right. There were planes flying overhead that said, fire Idzik. <laughs> Please fire him. <laughs> oh, Eric Mangini is another one. Right. Well, I guess that he was, was before Rex. Rex. Right. It was also the third time this year, Jerry, that the Jets did not score a touchdown. I actually That's, thought it would be more than three. It's unbelievable. Nine, three field goals yesterday. Three field goals. Yeah, from Pinheiro. They had a game when they were shut out, and they had a game when they scored six points. Two field goals. Yeah. No, it's really, it's exciting. So, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's great. I hope you enjoy spending your hard-earned money to go to those games. It, it even just looked terrible, just like the Saint, like, I don't know. I agree. Hill quarterbacking. Yeah. The Jets, like, it's just, it's a, like, it was just visually unappealing. I remember, so yesterday, the Cowboys are on television almost every week. It's They're not on TV, every week. more than Leave it to Beaver reruns. Oh, I was, I saw them the other day. No Ooh. joke. Leave it to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver. Yeah, it was on, um. You ever see that free TV? God yeah. darn it, what's it called? It's a free TV channel. And it also, I sent it to you with all those yeah. different channels in it. Mm-hmm. There's one of those old-time sitcoms, and you can watch Leave it to Beaver. Kind of neat. Um, with Wally and the Beeb. Yeah. So, yeah, I was so the Cowboys are on almost every week. Not yesterday, though. I'm like, all right, well, at least got to give us a good game. That was the game. Jets Saints. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who wants to watch that? By the way. Tons of Cowboy fans in Washington, yeah. D.C. Jerry Jones crazy. said this week that the biggest market outside of Dallas for their merchandise sales is the Washington, D.C. market. Like, when they would pan up to the crowd, it was like a group of Cowboy fans, one or two uh, Washington fans, group of Cowboy fans. Yeah. Well, what do you think the MetLife Stadium would be like this week? All Cowboy fans. So, And that's what to me is so bizarre. They have had such a big following on the road this year. Even in L.A. against the Chargers. I mean, the Cowboy fans, you want to say they travel or there's just a lot of them around the country. They do amazing on the road. And yet their home games, you know, the other team is half the stadium. It's it's weird. Yeah, I guess like the, the Cowboy Stadium being what it is, this enormous place you got to go check out, that that's a great place for people to travel. You're probably right. Like no one's traveling to come see their team at MetLife Stadium cement dump that it is. <laughs> but if you live here and you're a Cowboy fan, you're going. Absolutely. But no one's traveling from Dallas. You don't think anybody wants to go hang out in Manhattan for right. a few days? Or that, or they do they not realize how long it will take you to get to Manhattan from <laughs> I know. Like where are you going to stay at the at the Meadowlands Marriott? You could do that. It's all swamps and cement. But up people there. don't know that. Yeah, they don't know that. Like, if you're from, you know, you're a Packer fan from Green Bay, Wisconsin, you think you're going to New York. 
Yeah. You're not in New York. Like, I legit think some people book a flight to Newark thinking that that's a misprint, that it's actually landing in New York. New Newer York. <laughs> right, exactly. New York. Hey, Billy, you think this is New York? Of course it is. They're the New York Giants. It's in Jersey. And Eddie was telling me tons of Bills fans in Tampa. Again, that's the, well, Bills but fans, that's, are, a, that's another team that travels well. And again, Tampa, beautiful place to travel to. And if you're in Buffalo, don't you want to get the hell yes. out of there for a weekend and go to Florida? Plus, Florida still has, like, there's no COVID rules, so you do whatever you want in Florida. Is that true? Oh, yeah, Jerry. Was not aware. They're very proud of it, too. The governor there, uh, Ron DeSantis, I think his name is. Oh, they're big time. So, yeah, you're going to travel? Go travel to Florida. You're living like it's uh, 2018 out there. There you go. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I was surprised by that comeback uh, also by the Bills. Yeah, so I thought that game was over. As yeah. I said, the fact that they got the overtime. It was like 24-3. Uh, I, I saw the Bills' Twitter uh, account tweet, and I don't know why. They tweeted out, we've reached halftime, you know. Bucks 24, Bills 3. How about this, Lalo? <laughs> Maybe don't tweet. Let the NFL tweet out the halftime yeah. scores. You don't need to publicize that. And then I got to look at uh, Bruce Arians during the game. Yeah. That guy's getting way too much sun. Oh, is he tanned? But Oiled he's up? getting like leathery mm. skin. Like he's getting too, he's, but I was thinking like this guy's got to be out in the sun. Constantly. Constantly. Yeah. I don't think they're practicing. I mean, I guess they could practice indoors if it's a hundred degrees out there, but this time of year, weather I think is pretty nice. But Tom Brady being the health nut that he is, that guy's got to be like all lathered up in uh suntan lotion, I would right? think sunblock. Sunblock. Yes, I would think so. A special sunblock. Yeah, he's going to win the MVP again. Yeah. He'll be 44 winning the I think I saw he'll be the oldest MVP across any pro sport in the history of mankind. <laughs> and he was getting physical yesterday. He was, was he? running a lot. Look at him. He's feeling himself. Well, he was feeling the pressure. He would step up. He'd run well, a little bit. He didn't want to get shoulder. hit. I don't blame him. And he was taking hits. Self-preservation at this point. Yeah. Self-preservation. Yeah, he put that ball in a couple of those uh, those balls to uh, Mike Evans. Did you see the one? Uh, did you I see, did happen not. to see the highlight? He threw this ball so high in the end zone. And Mike Evans, that guy must just be like Andre the Giant, seven foot fall, five hundred. He went all the way up. And, and then snagged it. it. And then tiptoed it in the end zone. That to me, more so than catching the ball for these guys, that is what is impressive feet, to me. Oh, footwork. my God. The footwork to yeah. me is unbelievable from some of these guys. You know what I love? And this is what we practice with my my boys in the backyard sometimes. The sideline, keep your feet in and yes. stretch and then fall out. We used to do That's that like uh, using the curb on the street. Yes, exactly. To get your two feet down. I don't know why college why college football, you know, it's only one foot. Yeah. It should be two. Two feet. Like the NFL. Was it two foot or an elbow? Something like that? Or a knee or something like yeah. that. Uh, yeah. And then did you see the way that the Bengal... A Niner game ended in overtime. Well, I saw Cincinnati kick the field goal, Kicks and then Ayuk had the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, but the way it ended was it was uh, the touchdown was initially called out of bounds that right. he was that he got out of bounds, but they replayed it, and he did put the ball over the the pylon. So it's great that the ref just goes. Shh. Uh, after review, that's a touchdown. Game over. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Go Everybody home. Everybody get home safe. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Get out now. Yeah. That was in Cincinnati, right? That was in Cincinnati, yeah. yeah. I picked the uh, Bengals. You did? Yeah, I lost. I think I give up on these picks. But the, not, the but again, the, that was another, t- the, the Bengals came back. They were down in that game. But they still lost. They still lost, yeah. I expected more out of them. The Niners are a weird team. Yes. One week you think, God, they're not good. And then they, they have some wins to their credit that are quite impressive. 
So it's that George Kittle. Love George Kittle. So when we were at the Super Bowl in Atlanta, my I brought my son with me, if you remember, and you know he met a good handful of people. The two nicest guys that week. Saquon Barkley and George Kittle. I remember George Kittle being very friendly. Could not have been more pleasant. To where my son like drafts him now every year for the fantasy football just because he likes him. Yeah. Because he was such a nice guy. You know who I'm not a big fan of? Uh, Greg Olson doing games. <laughs> I know Kevin Burkhardt said he could be the uh, the A-Rod of uh, He's not. football analysis. He's not going to be the A-Rod. You don't think so? He's no. not the Tony Romo? No. Not the jo- uh, Troy no, he's Aikman? he's generic. He's like everyone. Is that, they're all generic. Except for Tony Romo, Akeem Talib. I've had enough of that, too. <laughs> enough Tony Romo? I, I like him, but it's enough of the screaming and the, it's like, uh, and the noises. Uh, yeah. He gets, oh! And the predicting plays. Yeah. I remember when that was such a big thing. You know why it's not anymore? Because he doesn't get them all the right. Yeah, and then why, like, when you were a player then, how come you didn't win right. Super Bowls? Why'd you, you know lose every play spots? that's coming? <laughs> you know every defense that's set up. I know. I know. Well, I guess it's a different look from above. Uh, is it? What do you think? Under center <laughs> on the field or the vision from above? Oh, it would be so awesome if they went for two, but they're not going to go for two. No one would go for two here. It would be so awesome, though, Jim. Jim. Oh, they're going for two. <laughs> that was Tony Romo last week. I remember. He really my sounds impression. like a man, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. Yeah. Well, let's. I think more so than what they say, it's the voice and how it's presented. I don't know. It's just an authoritative, like John Madden had that powerful voice. Aikman to me has it. And it's the sound of the team, too. Buck and Aikman sound special. I don't They're know why. They're number one. I know they are. It's got a special sound to it. It's hard to replicate that. Yes. So let's take a quick break. When we come back, we got more to do. It's a very busy Monday. Boomer and Geo, top of the hour on the fan. All right, 20 in front of six. Wake the bleep off. What is happening? It's a Monday morning, Monday morning, another loser Monday. We have not had many winter Mondays, but, boy, we're used to these loser Mondays. We had just that one where both the Jets and Giants won. We had the one. <laughs> I tell you, you're sitting there doing air guitar. Yeah, One air thing drums. of note from the Beatles documentary that I'm almost done with, That, and I guess I shouldn't be surprised by this, is how they can all play every instrument. I don't know why. It's interesting to me when John Lennon I takes suppose. picks up the drums and and, yeah. and McCartney can play the drums. They can all play the piano. I and that's what they do. I know they're musicians, but I figure like if you were a guitarist, you're a guitarist. Right. I didn't realize they could like you play the piano Barely. and you can't play the guitar. I cannot. That I could definitely not do. Do you play the drums? No, probably not. Right. But I don't know why. I know I know it's McCartney and Lennon. I know it's the Beatles. I get it. It's still impressive to see them just like riff like they can. I feel like a lot of like the really good musicians can play the piano, even if they really? are known guitarists. They could all sit down and at least bang out the chords and things. Fair but enough. the drums is a different thing. You got to work that foot. Mm-hmm. And they I all have do. No it. idea how to do that. Yeah, very difficult. Yeah, I know. There's a couple songs. Uh, the um, the Ballad of John and Yoko. That's right. a Beatles song. I think that's Paul McCartney. He's playing drums on I, that track. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. You can see Eat, they're all very multi-dimensional. Eating chocolate cake in the back. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. By the way, that Metallica song I played was called "Creeping Death." Do the Beatles have any creeping like death that? songs? Creeping Death. I don't think so. Do you think when the Metallica when they were going to record that day, someone came in and go, "I have a a great new song. It's called Creeping Death." And so this is what it sounds like. I would think that they loved it at the time. Then again, I watched the documentary. 
And at one point, Lars is at the drummer. Yeah. Where he looks into the camera. He's like, we're an effing rock band. What yeah. are we doing? Or that therapist <laughs> in there. Yeah, some kind of monster that one was called. Yeah, which was really weird good. to watch. Yeah. It was to see how fragile they were. I think that the lead singer is fragile. James Hetfield. He's had, yeah, I mean, he's had his issues. I wouldn't say that to his face because he'd punch me. No, but I think, no, no, but I think you could because I think he would agree with you. That documentary is about him and his mental issues, basically, and depression and his Mm -hmm. emotional problems. So, yeah, I think Mm -hmm. he'd be all right with that. I don't think he'd punch you in the face. Jerry, it looks like the Mets manager is down to three guys. Quartraro is still in the mix. Right. Now, when I originally, when the Post originally put out this story yesterday, it said it was down to two, Buck Showalter oh, and, Espada, and yeah. Joe Espada. Yeah. Then later on, they updated their story and added Matt Quattraro. Yeah, so I guess Steve Cohen mix. will meet with these three now at some point this week. Well, I mean, let's go. His Buck Showalter's got to be like, you're embarrassing me, <laughs> looping me with these two clowns. Uh, well, they're not coaches. clowns. They're not clowns. I'm a man. I'm 60. Yeah. Well, yes. I, however old he is. I think, he's, I think they're doing this the right way. They're going through the process. I still believe... That Joe, um, I was calling Joe Buck. My God, that Buck Showalter will get the new manager. Joe Buck was the manager. Oh, I'd love to get Joe Buck in here. <laughs> he knows baseball. Be very good with the media. Yeah. <laughs> no, I believe at the end of the day it will be Buck. I do. I mean, you cannot, you cannot come out here and go. Listen, we initially thought Buck Showalter, but this Matt Quattraro blew us away. Right. The fans are not buying that. I'm sure. I would be surprised if you look back at the history of bad hires. Yeah. And there have been plenty of them in pro sports over the years. I guarantee you when that bad hire was made, and we didn't know at the time it would be a bad hire, that someone, GM, president of operations, owner, someone said, blew us away in the interview. Yeah. He 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 blew you away. He was terrific. Right. He was awesome, except that he wasn't. In other baseball news, Aaron Judge got married. Well, congratulations. What kind of gift do you think you sent him? Uh, you were invited to the Aaron Judge wedding. Yeah. In Hawaii, correct? Yeah, it was in Hawaii. What kind of, what kind of gift do you give? I now, did. in Hawaii, I think they give real gifts. I don't think it's cash. If you go to the wedding? I or... think so. I know in California, I'll never forget when my cousin got married. We went out there, and we were the only ones that gave an envelope with cash. Everybody else walked in with these gigantic gifts. Yes. Here's your blender. Like, oh, God. Ugh. I remember I gave, uh, in, when I was in Tampa, I gave Pyrex dishes as a... And it was probably a lovely gift. It was a lovely yeah. gift. They give Tupperware? What do you give Aaron Judge? I don't know give Aaron Judge. But they got to have a registry of some sort. Yeah. Just pull something off like, that. Well, what does he need? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You guys went to a wedding this weekend that we I didn't did. go to. Uh, Allie, our, yep. the woman who does makeup here. And I'll tell you this. I talked to her father. Was that right? Who was very appreciative that uh, we went, mm-hmm. thought it was very nice, and completely understood why you didn't go. Is that right? Yes. Oh, let me applaud Mr. Alley. <laughs> Zabaleski. Well, like, uh, because I wasn't going to the wedding, I sent a gift off the registry. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I went, you got to give cash. I of can't course. show up with a, with a blend. Of course. But he was very understanding of your really? reasoning to not go. Yes. That's my kind of man. Yes. Sorry, I can't make it. But I could make it. Not <laughs> attending. Don't want to go. Not attending. <laughs> Long Island's way too far I'll tell you what, I'm not going to lie to you. I was thinking of you on that drive out there and took two hours and 40 minutes. Oh, my gosh. It was, and I think part of why it was so long for me, too, as opposed to the other guys, it was a game at UBS Arena that night, too, which did not help. Oh, so you hit that traffic. I mean, it was, at one point, we're on the Belt Parkway. I mean, right there, just stop. 
ugh, the Belt Parkway. And there's one point where you kind of come up and over, and you can see a long stretch <laughs> of road, and all you see are red stoplights. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, that I can't. is the worst. I wanted to turn around and go home. Right. When you can see far in advance, oh. like when a, when a road curves, or, and you're like, oh, no. And there's nothing worse than the GPS on the phone that's, yeah. you know, connected to the dashboard. And all you see is, oh, look, it's blue. Oh, yellow. Oh, my God. Look at the red. Yeah. Red, red, red. Right. And oh. you're scrolling on your map and just keep seeing red, 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 red. When you see you're 17 miles away from the destination and it's going to take you an hour and 32 minutes still. No, it's awful. Terrible. Jerry, you want to do a buzz, no buzz? Oh, buzz, no buzz. Now, we haven't done buzz, no buzz in weeks, weeks, weeks. So, yes, give me buzz, no buzz. I think I did one buzz, no buzz with CeeLo one of the days. Okay. But you and I have not done one in a long time. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. buzz, no buzz. Buzz no buzz. Heisman Trophy was given out this weekend. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> Me neither. I saw it yesterday. Again, so we're at the wedding Saturday, so I didn't see any of it Saturday night. Woke up Sunday, and I saw like, oh, it was last night? Yeah. Uh, to me, all I thought of from Saturday was the Army-Navy game. Correct. I had, I forgot. Yeah. Bryce Young, Alabama quarterback. Buzz? No buzz. No, no, no buzz. buzz. No, there's about as much buzz for that as there is for the Knicks these days. There's I, no buzz. I feel like there used to be buzz with the Heisman. What's going on? Well, I think for one, I got to be fair, neither me or you watch college football. No, but even when I was a kid, I really didn't watch college football. Well, when you were a kid, you watch baseball. You don't watch it now. I mean, Yeah, but I was aware of the Heisman Trophy and uh, how it was going to be I one of these guys. Cons- like, yeah. I would look forward to seeing them in the NFL. The, the problem was that the winner didn't really emerge until Thanksgiving weekend, a clear-cut favorite when Bryce um, Young, he did well against Auburn, led a comeback, and then dominated Georgia. All right. But it really was up in the air until then. Hmm. Yeah, no buzz. Yeah. So we're gonna we're going no buzz on this. Oh, no buzz. None. There was no buzz prior, no buzz after. I agree. And as a college football fan, I agree. No, no buzz. buzz. Like when now this uh, Bryce Young, where do we expect him to go in the draft? Uh, he was a freshman, so he'll be at Alabama for at least two more years. So they'll draft him again. <laughs> Keep him around for maybe another. <laughs> At least another year. Heisman. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Good enough on that one. Good enough. You got time for one more. All right. Uh, Ravens Browns. Oh, man. Yes. Lamar Jackson. Or left ankle with injury. An injury. On a cart. And I wish I wrote the other dude's name down. Tyler like, Huntley. Oh, that guy was pretty good. Yeah. Well, they were down 24-3, right? He got it to 24-22. Yeah. No, I, I didn't see the end. Was, did they have a chance? Like 24-22, did they score with it? Oh. I don't remember. And I I had it on. That's how bad my memory is. But this guy was was pinpoint accurate. Like, he was throwing beautiful balls. Well, and we said this last week. He, when he made the start for Jackson, right? Right? He got the start a couple weeks ago. They, he beat Lamar Jackson in the high school championship. How come we don't hear this guy's name all over the place? Because he's behind Lamar Jackson. Well, let's get him. Get him where? Get him to one you of trade New York teams, yeah. Ugh. Let's trade him, Jerry. I let's mean, give them all. Let's give the Ravens all the draft picks. I mean. And get them here. You realize how terrible the state of football is right now? It sucks. In New York, not overall. It stinks. It's awful. It really is just awful. And by the way, the Chiefs, I think, are back, Jerry. You know, they went away for a little while. That's just a preview for they might show up on my list of fraudulent five teams I'm currently rooting for tomorrow. Yeah, well, they're back. You know what? You get uh, what's his name? 
Mahomes. No, but the Raiders as a team, when they're doing what they're doing at midfield. Now, I don't usually buy into this stuff. Yeah. They disrespect the Chiefs. I do think when, as a team, they go on to the logo, I do think it can annoy guys, and you can get out to a good start. Once the Chiefs got out to a good start, it was over. Right. It was over. So, yeah, so it was 24-15, so they did not have a chance at a two-point conversion to tie when they scored late. Ravens, but still, they made it a game, though. They did. They made it a game. So, And they were losing, Was I think it was 24-3. It was 24-6, it was, excuse me. So, and Al, no, did, it was 24-3. I take that back. What's Al, that? You were watching Red Zone, of Yeah, course. Red Zoned it. Did you hear uh, Scott Hansen get all excited because the early game sucked? Yeah. Except for when the Cowboys-Redskins game got kind of interesting. Scorigami. Yes, I did hear a Scorigami. Which one? Which Chiefs one? Chiefs Raiders. Oh, okay. He also, Scott Hansen, got super excited when he had two late window games in overtime at the same it's time. It's never happened before. This is unbelievable. <laughs> at some point, he's got to be like, I want to go home. That guy seems so happy. Uh, well, again, great job. I hope he's for real happy and like he doesn't get off the air and yell at people and smash No, things. I don't think so. I don't think he seems like he doesn't have you that. I think he's persona. a real happy guy. I do. I do. We've seen him. Yeah. Haven't we seen him at the Super Bowl things doing stand ups and well, stuff? Well, I, when I was covering the Bucks, he was covering the Bucks. He was uh, with the local ABC affiliate. Very oh. happy back then as well. And you guys, very similar career paths. Yeah. Same level of success. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's take a quick break. 5.52. We got uh, one more story for you. We'll wrap it up on the other side. Boomer and Geo at 6. Right now, Amy Lawrence, Odyssey Sports Minute, talking about the Sunday night game. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. couple more minutes. Boomer and Geo at the top. Losses for the Giants and Jets. What's new? Packers beat the Bears last night. Cardinals, Rams tonight. Mets down to their final three finalists for manager, Buck Showalter, Joe Espada, and Matt Quartoro. Uh The Nets got 51 from Kevin Durant, beat the Pistons, and the Knicks lost their third straight. They lost to the Bucks. Rangers lost as well. Yes, very exciting Monday night game tonight, Jerry. Rams at Go Cardinals. On. I was wearing my Cardinals uh, knit cap over the weekend in Asbury Park, and a guy uh, says to me, he goes, oh, you're a, you're a fan, huh? And I had to try to remember which hat I had on, Jerry, because <laughs> I have – Numerous hats right, on of I've teams heard, that yes. I'm fans of. Right. He goes, oh, you got a big game Monday night. And I was like, oh, I must have my Cardinals hat yes, on. Yes, you do, and um, did. And then he goes, oh, I'm a Rams fan. I was like, what a fraud. Meanwhile, I'm in a huh? card. I'm in a Cardinals hat. You are the king of frauds. <laughs> how, who do you, you, how dare you? Jerry, who do you like in this game? Rams, Cardinals. Straight up, uh, I'm not talking I about points. I think the Cardinals will win. I'm rooting for the Rams. You are. Why are I you want to muddy up the NFC a little bit. You don't like how the, how the Rams and or how the uh, – it's the Cardinals, then the Packers. You got, well, you, the got the Packer, you got the Packers. Oh, Bucks as well. And the there. Bucks all have 10 wins. Yeah. Right? Is that right? They're 10 and 3. The uh, Cardinals going into this game are 10 and 2. Yeah. And then you've got a couple of teams like the Cowboys that are 9 and 4 and play the Cardinals in a few weeks. So if they lost tonight, things get very interesting for that one seed. You're looking for a little mud. I'll muddy it up a little bit. Ooh. Plus, that would make the Rams 9 and 4. Right. Because I think they're eight and four. I might be wrong. Maybe they're seven. No, I think they're no, eight and four. Eight wins, yeah. yeah. So that would make things very interesting. You'd have a you'd have a good few teams that would have a shot at that one seed. And uh your quarterback, Jerry, uh, Daniel Jones, is he's uh, gonna see a My next, quarterback? Yeah. He's gonna he see my quarterback. He's gonna see a neck specialist today. Yes, Ooh, so neck. much yes. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, my back and my neck. So much so Joe Judge wasn't exactly sure where he's going to see the specialist Just today. Just somewhere. Somewhere. He had to talk to Ronnie Bones. <laughs> 
WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.